You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Discover more about how Jesus is the resurrection and the life in week 7 of our series, Beyond the Signs. John chapter 11, and we're going to read from verse 1 to verse 6. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. So we're introduced to the relationship of the siblings to Jesus. And uh, we can learn that they're very close. That's why when they sent a message to Jesus, uh, they, said, they, they included this phrase. They said, uh, the one whom you love. Uh, they're in a very serious situation. Uh, death in life situation, so they sent a message. Now, John uh, verse 4, it says, But when Jesus heard, heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Uh, Lazarus was uh, sick and he's dying. And so, because they have a very good relationship with Jesus, they sent a message to him. Uh, apparently, he was not in the same place. And where he was, it would take a, a day of a day journey to get there. So, wala pa po silang text message, wala pang call. So, if you will actually send a message to someone, it's manual. Okay, papadala ka ng tao, yun yung text message mo. <laughs> Talagang personal delivery. So it would take uh, a whole day of travel. And so by the time this person uh, get to Jesus, uh, I think Lazarus was already dead. But uh, verse 4, Jesus gave them an assurance. Actually, sabi niya, this sickness will not lead to death. So the, 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 the man who was sent went back. So another day of travel, second day, to give the message. Can you imagine this guy? Excited siya. Ito yung message. Hindi siya mamamatay. Tapos pagdating niya, nag-iiyaka na, gano'n. Tapos tiyanong siya ni Martha, tsaka ni Mary, anong mensahe niya? Um, <laughs> parang, tama ba yung pagkakarinig ko? So, the, the, that's the, that was the tension. So, uh, when he went back, the Bible says, after hearing what happened, now, there, there's this verse 5 that says, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So, when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. So, sabi niya, mahal ko kayo, so I'll stay here two more days. That's why when he, uh, when he went there, by the time he arrived, Lazarus was dead for four days already. Now, that was mind-boggling for me first time I read that because it seemed like there is a contradiction. Uh, it's very counterintuitive or not really matching the expectation we have of Jesus, of God. So, kung mahal ako ni Lord, then why did God allow my brother to be sick? Kung mahal kami ni Lord, or why is God allowing us to go through this trial? Kung mahal talaga kami ni Lord, then what's the reason for the delay when He had all the power and and I, I, we heard the story. Remember the story that we uh, talked about the previous week? Meron siyang pinagaling, di ba? Lumura lang siya. Spit on the, the, the dust. Kumuha siya ng putik. Nalagay niya sa eyes. Nakakita. There's one account in the Bible wherein the, the messenger or 
or the, the centurion told Jesus, I don't deserve you to come to my house. But just say the word. Somebody's sick in his household. Sabi niya, Lord, mahasal ka pa pagbabiyahe ka. And I don't deserve you to come to my house. But if you just say the word, even if you're miles away, even if, even if you are two, three days travel away from our house, if you just say the word, we have faith that the sick person in our household will be healed. And that's exactly what happened. So can you imagine the, the thought that was going on in the mind of Martha and Mary? If Jesus had that power, then why? What's with the delay? What's happening here? So it did not match their expectation. Did that ever happen to you? May expectation kayo kay Jesus, tapos hindi nagmatch yung expectation sa reality. You're expecting Him to show up, Lord, at the end of the week. Tapos wala. You're expecting God to heal your, your loved one, pero wala. Stage 2 cancer, naging stage 4. Hindi nagmatch. Expectation. Reality. I'm sure you've seen one of those uh, pictures of expectation and reality. And uh, we have our own version of that. Uh, actually, I have a picture here. Di ko pala napaalam sa'yo, no, sweetie, sorry. But we have a family picture taken uh, when we celebrated the birthday of my wife. This is in Bulinao, Pangasinan. Somewhere there. Ito yung picture na pinost namin, di ba? Parang sa Instagram, ganun naman eh. You post the, the best shot, Right? Tas lalagyan mo, no filter. Diba? Just woke up. <laughs> Just woke up, di naman totoo. It took you three hours fixing yourself and the, the right lighting so that you can post the best picture of you. And this is really what happened to us. Ito yung expectation, pero ang reality, it took us how many attempts? Maybe 10 or 20 and each time, you know, we will be swamped by the water. Then we would wash, we would clean up ourselves and then try it again. It took us 10 or 20 attempts before we're able to have that decent shot. That's the best we can, we can really have. And I'm saying that because, you know, when it comes to God, if our expectations of God are not based on the Bible, if our expectations of God is not right, then when God does something that don't match our expectation, we will easily get disappointed with Him. We will easily quit or get discouraged. We will question God's motive. We will question God's existence. Lord, why? Kung totoo ka, then why? That's why it's important that our expectations are, are, are grounded in His Word should be grounded in His Word. Uh, here's what uh, Paul's expectation in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. Uh, it says that, I may know Him in the power of His resurrection and may share His sufferings, becoming like Him in His death. This is an example of uh, uh, an expectation that is grounded in the truth. Sabi niya, here's my expectation to, to know God and the power of His resurrection and share in His sufferings. You know, the goal of life is really to know Him. To build like Christ in character and to glorify Him in everything that we do. The goal of life is to please God. And it, but in order for us to know God, sometimes suffering is necessary. If we, if, we, if we want to encounter God and know God as a provider, as a healer, as our shield, as our, as our comforter, if we want to encounter God and know Him, sometimes we need to be put in a place wherein 
we will we will have this struggle and we will have this this we will be stretched and then God will come through for us and then we would understand Lord totoo nga you are our shield you are a provider if you want to learn how to swim you won't learn how to swim by watching a video inside your room in an air conditioned room while holding a bag of chips if you're actually thrown in the dip in the in the deep and then you struggle for your life butterfly dog style lahat na and you know, the same way with our relationship with God. You want to know God? It's not going to always be comfortable because the goal is to know Him. Now, in John chapter 11, verse 17, Now when Jesus came, He found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, sounds familiar. We're going to go back to verse 21 later. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. But even now, everyone say, but even now. I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again. The resurrection on the last day. But verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Easter is not about egg hunting or religious rituals and tradition. It's about a person. It's about Jesus. And I like the declaration of Martha. Sabi niya, Lord, if only you'd been here earlier. And maybe for some of you, you've used that line before or maybe that popped up in your mind at one point of your life. When you're in a situation where you're expecting God and God did not show up, according to your timetable and according to the way you want Him to, to show up. And maybe looking back, you're saying, Lord, if only, if, only, if you only came earlier, then maybe our family is still whole. Or maybe, Lord, if you just answered our prayer, maybe if you just came in earlier, then maybe we don't have this problem with this mounting debts in the family. Or maybe it's not stage two, maybe, maybe it's stage four, maybe it's, it's Lord, sana magaling. And maybe we have this what if, what if, Lord, if only. If only you'd been here. Only you'd been here. But I like her declaration. She said, but even now, I know you can do something about it. Even now, I know you can use this for my glory. Lord, ganda sana kung I'm three inches taller, no? But even now, Lord. (laughs) Lord, alam ko, medyo late na ako. 40s now, but even now, I know, Lord, somewhere out there, even now. Pero sabi niya, but 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 even now, I know. How many of you? How many of you are glad there's always hope in Jesus? Parang Lord, I I I don't know why you you arrived late. I don't know why you did not heal my brother. I don't. There's a lot of things I don't know, but here's one thing I know. I know that you are the Christ the Son of the living God. I know that you are good 
And I know, God, that you will work in all things for my good and for your glory. There's a lot of things I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to see my brother again. But this one thing I know. I know that you are Christ, the Son of the living God. You know, our hope in this life and the life to come is anchored not on something but on someone, which is Jesus. And if your, if your life is founded on Jesus, then you can lose an opportunity, maybe you can lose something or someone, but life continues. And there is hope. And we can say the future is bright. You know why? Because He is the foundation. He is the purpose for living. Our life is anchored on Jesus. And John uh, chapter 11, verse 38, then Jesus, because we're not going to read the, the, the whole story, we're going to jump on verse 38, but before that, uh, after this uh, conversation of Jesus to Martha, Mary came, so may tumawag kay Mary, sabi niya, oh, andyan na si Jesus, so nagmadali rin siya, met Jesus, and then she just repeated some of the things that Martha already told him. Sabi niya, Lord, if only you'd been here, here earlier, then my brother would have not died. Sabi ni Jesus, narinig ko na siya. But after that, the Bible says, verse 35, the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. If you're struggling with memory verse, this is really a good place to start. 11.35, Jesus wept. The shortest verse in the Bible, but one of the deepest and richest in terms of meaning and importance. Because that tells us that yung, yung approach ni Jesus, ano? sorry, yung approach ni Jesus with Martha, when, when Martha uh, went to him about the situation, it seemed like uh, Jesus gave, him, uh, gave her a theological answer on the resurrection and the life. Jesus gave her a theological answer. But with Mary, iba yung approach kay Mary. Hindi siya nagbigay ng theological explanation. Sabi lang, Jesus wept. He just entered through the experience and what Mary was feeling at the moment. You know, I remember the verse in Hebrews that says, we have a high priest. We do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who was tempted in every way, but without sin. Jesus knows what's happening. He can identify with us. Sa Tagalog go, ramdam ka ni Lord. Can you please encourage a person seated next to you? Sabi mo sa kanya, ramdam ka ni Lord. Naintindihan ka ni Lord. The pain, the struggle, the confusion, sometimes the doubt, the fear, God understands. Now, in verse 38, and here's where I really want to spend the remaining minutes that we have, talk about the resurrection of Christ. In verse 38, then Jesus deep, deeply moved again, came to the tomb, and it was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an order, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on, a, on account of the people standing around, 
that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And one theologian said that Jesus uh, had to name Lazarus. Kailangan pangalanan niya talaga or else baka maraming sumama. <laughs> Pag sinabi niya lang, come out! <laughs> Damay-damay na. Bari sa Lazarus, sama na kami dyan. <laughs> Sabuti na lang, sabi niya, Lazarus. So si Lazarus lang yung lumabas. Now, the man who died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. You know, in, in the verse 38, that word deeply moved. And we know that our Bible was translated into English because that's the language we use today. But it's originally written in Greek. And in the original word that deeply moved uh, trans- was translated into the word furious. Bellowing with anger. When Jesus looked at the tomb, he was mad. He was angry. And he was angry, not at, the, not at Martha and Mary. Hindi dahil sa galit siya sa family. Ano parang grabe kayo? You doubted. No, he's not, he's not mad with Martha or Mary. He's, and definitely he's not mad at himself for arriving late. Because that was really the plan. So the question is, bakit siya galit at kanino siya galit? You know, when, when Jesus looked at the tomb, he was mad because he's staring death the last enemy that we're going to face. In this life, we're going to face lots of uh, problems and crises, and we're going to overcome. But there is one enemy, the last enemy you and I are going to confront and face, and that is death. You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 25 to 26, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death. We're all going to die. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. When sin entered the, the, the world and the human race, it destroyed the creation. It destroyed us. That's why someone said, eh, kung powerful si Lord, kung mahal niya tayo, ba't din niya nalang i-end yung evil? All the evil in the world. He won't. Because the evil isn't in us. That's why Jesus did not come with a sword to judge us, he allowed himself to be crucified. He did not come to bring judgment, but to bear judgment on our behalf so that he can end evil without ending us. And so, Jesus was looking at death and he's mad because of the gravity, the the weight and the seriousness of sin. Now, the story of Lazarus, again, when we started this series, we said that every miracle is a sign pointing to Jesus. It's pointing to Him for us to know who God is, for us to believe in this account. It's pointing to Him as the resurrection and the life. Not only that this is a sign, but this is a demonstration of the power of God to raise people from the dead. So this is not just for Lazarus, this is for us today. And there are two implications of Jesus' resurrection, at least for today, that I want to highlight. What's the importance of Jesus' resurrection? What's the importance of us celebrating Jesus raised from the dead? First one, the Jesus' resurrection assures us of life after death. Again, life will end. There is life after death. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. You know, a few months ago, I guess two or three months ago, I 
I went to the wake of my friend's dad. Uh, I think in a sanctuarium, Phil Chiden. When I went there, I saw uh, many traditional Chinese setups. So, maraming mga nakaburol din na Chinese, and this is how it looks like. When I was younger, nung ginagawa namin yan para sa lolo ko, may mga picture kami. Ngayon, mas, mas, ano na, no? mas colorful na, mas maganda na yung gawa nila. Mas mahal din. But during our time, we would just, you know, make uh, this paper money and sa tulong-tulong lang kami, gagawa kami ng dollhouse, lahat na, no? tapos susunugin namin. So I was I I asked my uh, my my mom during that time. I said, like, "Oh, why are we doing this?" Naks English, no? Sa probinsya. Mom, naks. Di tagalog. Batay nagsusunog. Sabi niya, para para yan sa lolo mo. So in a way, we're securing his afterlife. Para pagpunta niya may bahay siya, may pera siya, may kotse siya. Oh, ano ginagawa nito? Bakit may driver? Hindi siya marunong mag-drive. We're securing his afterlife. So, we're doing that. That's our belief. Until today, there are people who believe that. But when I saw that again, it was a powerful imagery, a powerful picture of what the Bible is telling us. That apart from Christ, we have nothing. Because everything we have, the title, the position, the influence, the power, the car, the money, the fame, everything that we have will be reduced to this when this life is over. This is all we have. This is really all we have. That's why uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19, it says, If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised to the dead, for, from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Kung may hope lang tayo in this life, sabi niya, kawawa tayo. Kawawa ka. I don't care how much money you have in the bank. Kawawa ka. If the, if the only hope you have is in, in this life, we are to be pitied more than all men. Because this is all we have. It's reduced to this piece of paper. The Bible says, naked we came here, naked we will depart. And we, when we stand before God face to face, there is nothing. There's no title, there's no position, no bank account, no car, not even a pair of slippers. The Bible says, apart from Christ, we have nothing. You and I have nothing. We are dead man walking here on earth. It's just a matter of time. I like the message translation. It says, if all we get out of Christ, the message translation of the verse we read, if all we get out of Christ is a little inspiration for a few short years, we're pretty sorry lot. But the truth is that Christ has been raised up, the first in a long legacy of those who are going to leave the cemeteries. <laughs> there is hope. How many of you are glad there is hope after this life is over? <laughs> There is life. There is a resurrection. That's why we can really say that, you know, there is nothing and there is no one in this world that we compare to Him. He is matchless. He is great. He's our greatest treasure. Christ is our greatest possession. And there is no one and nothing in this world that can match Him when it comes to importance and greatness and awesomeness. It's all about Jesus. 
That's why we celebrate. Because we have life in this, we have hope in this life. But we also have hope after this life is over. When we put our faith in Christ, when we ask for forgiveness for our sins, and put our faith in Him. That's why we can celebrate. No matter what your situation is today, it's temporary. Compared to eternity, it's temporary. And second, not only uh, Jesus' resurrection assures us of life after death, but it assures us of life to the full. Life to the full. In Romans chapter 6, verse 9 to 11, we know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him, for the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Can you check the person seated next to you? Buhay po ba yung katabi niyo? Are you seated beside someone who looks, who looks fully alive this evening? Yes. Muhay. Muhay siya, Mastor. Okay, may katabi ho ba kayo mukhang buhay? Mukhang full of life. You know, church is not supposed to be, uh, you know, this place na boring or dead. You know why? Church is supposed to be the place that's full of life. You know why? Because the life of Christ is flowing in us and through us. We have the life of Christ. We're fully alive. Hindi lang tayo mukhang buhay pag okay lahat ng nangyayari, pero kahit may problema, kaya minsan ma-amaze kayo. Kaka- namatay yan to ah. Dati na-amaze ako pupunta ako sa mga lamay, may mga magugulo tawanan. Ba't ganun? Kabi itong mga to insensitive. Pag pumunta ka sa Christian na lamay, especially pag lahat Christian na yung family, ano, parang may party. <laughs> parang masaya sila dahil... But, but, why? Not because we're heartless. Not because we're insensitive. No. Why? But because we have life of Christ. Masaya. Tawanan. Kahit wedding, tawanan. Minsan pag hindi Christian wedding, ang lungkot iyak. <laughs> lungkot. There's, there's something different when someone is in Christ. There's life to the full. Fully alive. You know how I picture that? I picture that when, you know, when, we, when, when, when we're not yet in Christ. You know, we're like phones na walang battery. Alam mo yun? Low bat, dead. Pag meron kang cellphone na walang battery, walang silbi, di ba? It's there, it's, it occupies space in your pocket or in your bag. It exists, but no use. Ganun din tayo kay Lord. Pag wala ka kay Lord, you exist, but you don't live. The Bible says you're dead because of your sin, because of our sin. That's why we cannot respond to God. Nung bago ako sa church, tara, may mga... Kung maka-worship, umiiyak pa ako. Hindi ako maka-respond. Pag may nagbabasa ng Bible, excited, grabe yung word sa akin ni Lord. Si-share kami ng wife ko, umiiyak pa, may pra- grabe talaga si Lord. Grabe. Pero dati, babasa ang Bible. Moses, there's the sea. Wala. You know why? I'm dead. But when I'm born again, when the life of Christ, when I receive the life of Christ, now I can respond to Him. Kaya ngayon, may dance step na ako eh. Pag-worship. Kanya-kanya na yan. You can respond. Yung word ni Lord, hindi na siya 
black and white lang na boring na libro. The word is my life. There's conviction, there's faith. There's joy. There's life. I can respond. Ganun din. When you're in Christ, you're like this phone reconnected to the power source. Now you're recharged, you're full of life. That's now that's now that's that's why now you can function the way God wants you to. Yung marriage okay. Naayos. Dati ang gulo. Maghihiwalay na yan. Ngayon, celebrating 25th anniversary. Nagpa-function na ulit. Dati, grabe, adik yan. Si Pastor Joash, dati, I mean, ay grabe. <laughs> Pero ngayon, bakit, ba't nagpa-function na si Pastor Joash? The life of Christ. Now we can function. Now we can respond to God. Now we can, now, now we can re- hear from God. Dati weirdo na weirdo ako, parang, you know, God spoke to me. Huh? Anong boses? Sige nga, parang, anong ibig sabihin God spoke to you? Ngayon, nakikigano, na rin ako, God spoke to me. <laughs> Nakikiride on ka na lang, ano, uy, kinausap din ako ni Lord. Anong sabi niya? Hindi ko lang nag-gets masyado, but God, we can hear from God. Now, God can use us to send a message to other people. Send the message of hope. Send the good news. The good news that Jesus came and lived among us. He lived the life we should have lived and died the death we should have died in our place. After three days, He rose again from the dead, proving that He is the Son of God, offering salvation and forgiveness for those who will repent and believe and put their faith in Him. That's the good news. That's the message we are proclaiming that Jesus is offering to us. He's offering forgiveness. He's offering life. He wants to reconcile us back to Him. Amen? And I want to end this message with that question that Jesus asked Martha. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though he dies, he will live. And then he asked Martha, he said, do you believe this? And Martha said, yes, I believe. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. My question for you is this. How about you? Do you believe? Who is Jesus to you? Is He just a symbol of religion? Is He just a good teacher? A good man? A good uh, prophet who was sent by God to give us a message? Or He is who He claims to be? The Son of God, the resurrection, and the life. Do you believe this? Lord Jesus, we thank you. That even though we don't deserve you dying for, for us, dying for our sins, you did it anyway. The Bible says, while we are still sinners, you died for us. And thank you, Lord God, that after you died, three days later, you rose again from the dead. And because, of, because you rose again from the dead, we can also experience resurrection. We can also experience life to the full. We have hope not only in this life, but in the life to come. Lord, thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes, our understanding. Thank you, Lord God, for not allowing our hearts to become hard, but opening it up to you, Lord. Thank you for giving us the grace to humble ourselves before you and acknowledge and understand that apart from you, we are nothing. We can do nothing. We have nothing to boast. We have nothing to brag. 
Lord, we, underst- we understand that, Lord God, You are the greatest treasure we have and the greatest possession. There's really nothing in this world, there's no one in this world that can match Your greatness and take Your place in our heart. Lord, I remember the account in the Bible when uh, after the disciples encountered You as the risen Lord, everything changed. From being fearful, they became bold. They went out of their hiding and showed themselves to the world and preached the gospel regardless whether they will be persecuted, whether they will be killed, or their possessions and properties be taken away. They willingly sacrifice everything, Lord God, to preach the gospel. And Lord, that's our prayer today. As we encounter you as the risen Lord, I pray, Lord God, that we will be bold as a lion that we will not stay as secret Christians, Lord. But starting today, Lord, that we will come out in the open and we will faithfully preach the gospel, starting with our own family, our relatives, our workmates, our classmates, the people in our circle of influence. Lord, I pray we will not be silent anymore. Use us, Lord, so that other people will also experience the life that is in you. Lord, I also remember, Lord God, after the resurrection, after their encounter with you, Lord God, they became wholeheartedly devoted to you. And I pray, God, that will be the same effect for us. That we will love you with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, and all our strength. That we will not just use you, we will worship you. Lord, you are not somebody we just visit once a week. We don't just sing song of worship to you every Sunday. We worship you every day. Lord, if there's anything in our heart that is not fully surrendered to you, not fully devoted to you, that we are withholding from you, Lord, today we surrender it to you. At your feet, Lord, because you are worthy of all worship. You're worthy, Lord God, of all praise and glory and honor. Today, Lord God, we surrender all to you. And we declare that you are great that you are mighty, that you are awesome. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.